Welcome to the podcast, Super Friends. Five podcast producers from across North America get together to discuss podcasting. Welcome, everybody. This is Podcast Super Friends. There are four of us today. It is Jag, who is not going to be joining us. Mm. He is, uh, well, he, he's he, he's not called in sick, though. I'll tell you that. No. Much. Right, he's he's on assignment. We can say he's on assignment. His PTO doesn't kick in for this. That's right. <laughs> uh, so let's just go around and see who's with us today. Howdy. I am uh, Johnny Podcast, sporting my 7 and no. TCU Horn Frogs, number seven in the nation. Go Frogs. Uh, coming to you live from Fort Worth, Texas. I am a full-time podcast producer focusing on audio and video production. And from Alabama. Louisiana. From Baton, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. <laughs> I'm wearing purple for LSU Tigers. Go Tigers today. And uh, <laughs> we'll see about that uh, to Johnny Podcast. My name is Catherine O'Brien. My company is Branch Out Programs. And I'm a podcast producer here in beautiful Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Massachusetts. Hello. Hello, Massachusetts. David Yaz, Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com, full podcast production services. Not wearing a Patriots shirt today because we suck. Ooh, we didn't do so well last night. I believe you're up next at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'll, I'll take uh, anyone working at Burger King now can just suit up as far as we're concerned. Yes, we have mm. problems. We're recording this. It is October 25th of the year 2022. And uh, on planet Earth, doesn't really matter where you are. The uh, word recession has come up. And so the idea was sort of tossed out there by myself. How do you recession proof your podcast? Mm -hmm. And the one answer we will not accept is we're going to cancel our subscription with you, Matt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think when we talk about that, we want to find ways to, to avoid um putting the podcast aside because I think in a recession, one of the things that I learned in radio and, and being in media is that the first budget to go before right. a recession hits is the advertising budget. I think we know that it's the wrong thing to do, but it's just what we do. I could always see that the sales department could see this coming when it happened. Um, and so what are some of the things that, that you might think of off the top of your head to recession proof your podcast as we look at your podcast being a form of marketing and business. Start with Johnny. And uh, for, I, guess, I, I guess I'm approaching this more from like the production side. So um, I guess recession proofing, meaning like I look at it more from a cost saving standpoint. So I wouldn't say necessarily you need to go out and like fire any one of us and <laughs> learn how to produce your podcast <laughs> on your own, because that's just going to add a whole slate of stress on top of the plate that you're already dealing with. So if you're thinking about upgrading equipment, maybe you're pushing that off six months, just making do with everything that you have, but really just streamlining the process as much as possible to save time. Mm -hmm. Maybe not so much on the money side. Um, I'm sorry. I don't really have a great answer for you, Matt, but in terms of saving time, it would be, um, maybe focusing more on solo episodes rather than guest podcasts, really shortening up episodes potentially in order to give yourself more time to focus on the things that do bring in dollars or even restructuring your show. Because like I, uh, one of the things that I hit on most probably of all the content that I talk about is that you need to have a goal for your podcast. And so if we're talking about recession proofing your podcast, it's about what is the best way that I can now monetize my podcast directly? If it's not currently monetizing, maybe it's not necessarily pursuing the advertising route, 
because like you said at the beginning, Matt, maybe there are some advertisers that are tightening their belts and may steer away from podcasting. So what what are ways that we can alternatively monetize our podcast, whether that's offering extra content behind a paid wall, maybe that is uh, indirectly streamlining money into your pockets, providing services for your own business, your own company, something that you do outside of the podcast, offering that as a service out to your listeners for your show. Well, for somebody who said they weren't too confident in their answer, I'm going to give you nine out of 10 because you, you, you went right to right to expenses. And I think that's the first place you go when you when you want to uh, you know, try to create a little bit of, of, of a cushion uh, when it comes to running your business. And Catherine, I'm going to say lean into the fact that a podcast is a relationship builder. And one of the things I talk to with clients all the time is that the one of the things that sets podcasting apart from other things is that you feel a relationship with the podcast that you listen to. So especially if you're a business, you you're not only are you facing a recession or maybe some tough economic times, but the people who are listening to the show are facing those same economic conditions. So I'm going to say that this is the time that you really lean into that relationship. And if you haven't been thinking about your podcast as a way to really connect with your listeners, maybe this is the chance chance to do that. You're going to be asking for engagement, asking for feedback, explaining the landscape as you see it, putting yourself in the shoes of your audience and you know, taking a walk around there, seeing what, seeing what your audience is facing and maybe bring all of those things to the forefront of what you're talking about in the podcast uh, to strengthen that relationship because, you know, economics, that cycles come and go, they go up and they go down. And if we're going through a down, you want to still be in connection with people on the other side of that. So I'm going to say just, a, this is a, like a time to refocus on the relationship aspect of your podcast and, and go for that. I think that's a that's an amazing point, Catherine. Sorry, Matt, to jump in. But in terms of like, especially if you're doing a guest-focused podcast, it's really the interview focus. You know exactly as the host who your audience is. You can now tailor your guests to do exactly what Catherine said, to help your listeners through the recession. Maybe it's bringing on people. So let, let, let's just pick an industry. Let's say, uh, uh, Catherine, with, with Bob, let's do the grocery industry. Let's say that... Uh, a lot of your guests or a lot of your listeners are working in the grocery industry. So maybe you now tweak the types of people you're bringing on to not necessarily talk so much about the industry, but people that are uh, owners of grocery stores or grocery related businesses, food providers, farmers, people in that, uh, all of the branches of the tree that lead up to the overall grocery industry. And again, this is going to be different for your podcast, but bringing on people that are experiencing different parts of the supply chain, experiencing the recession in different parts of the supply chain. How are they tackling it? What are uh, things that they're seeing? How are they trying to strengthen their own businesses? Because it's likely that your audience are going to be people in a lot of those same field. And that information is going to be super valuable to them. That's great. David. Uh, well, Catherine and Johnny, you're under arrest for larceny because you stole my thunder. <laughs> but, um, so uh, just to put a little bit of different spin on that, it, it's I am fascinated with the idea of how you turn a negative into a positive. So something like the recession. And Catherine, I think you actually gave me this idea. But when the pandemic hit and it was clear that a lot of small businesses, particularly retail, small mom and shop like restaurants and things, they were going to suffer. I immediately put out on social media, you know, free, free podcast, essentially. What I was doing was welcoming people onto my show. I had the ability to do it because the Boston podcast is 
really just kind of a an interview show. I'll interview anyone who wants to talk about anything interesting. So I had the freedom to say, now we're going to focus on small businesses. Come on my show. And at the very least, we'll produce a good episode. I'm not charging them for this, of course. But what I was doing was get I, I got some interesting guests on my show that I wouldn't have maybe otherwise and did a little solid for, you know, these these small businesses. So, yeah, yeah like you said, Catherine, lean into it. And yeah, I mean, I think the worst it's easy for us to say, but the worst thing to do is to abandon a plan, you know, because podcasting is about continuity, consistency, publishing regularly. Um and being honest with your listeners, if you need to like stop the season and say, we're going to come back in three months for the next season, then that's fine. But, you know, have a plan. You know, David, you mentioned something that I was going to mention. Now you stole from me, but that, <laughs> that podcasts are free. And, yeah. you know, when you look back to, to 1980 and why some of those TV shows took off when they did, because, you know, there were huge gas prices, but everybody went home to watch TV and they watched, they watched Dallas. Uh, that was one of the shows that, that, that really took off in that era because people were at home and they weren't going to movies as much anymore. So podcasts are free. And, and, you know, we talk about, you know, I, I do feel though, for the people who have gone and taken the jump into creating subscription podcasts, mm-hmm. um, I am, would be a little bit worried about subscriptions. Like on Patreon, you might see yeah. a little bit go down over there from that side. And I, I think, um, Johnny, you raised a good point about how would we replace that revenue? Yeah. No, I, I, as soon as Catherine started talking about focusing on your audience, I immediately regretted saying like, Hey, you should start a Patreon for yourself. Because like you said, like you said, it's really about the audience. And now the onus is on you because you're right, Matt, people will probably reconsider, okay, do I need to pay mm-hmm. this? But on the other hand, there's a lot of other expenses that people could cut. Like if it were me in my position and I needed to cut expenses fast, I would cut Disney plus I would cut Netflix. I would cut all of those subscriptions where it's content that I don't necessarily care about. Cause it's just sort of a pile of stuff that I need to sift through. If I'm consuming this podcast every single week regularly and it's five bucks a month, I'm probably less likely to cut that out than something else. Yeah. yeah I think the advice for anybody who would consider to do a Patreon or currently is doing a model like that for revenue is to just evaluate your 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 value that you're yeah. giving them for that price because at the same time you you can still jump into it mm-hmm. but make sure that you know because they may be cutting something else in their life like you know maybe they are cutting tv and they want to go and donate to you know your podcast or your patreon in order to uh in order to get their entertainment from there now or maybe it's increasing the value that you're offering. You have yeah. your Patreon already set up and you say, hey, guys, I know I was doing one ad-free episode extra a month. We're now going to two episodes right. a month because I know, uh, again, podcasts are free and I want to give you the most bang for your buck as people start to tighten their belts. And for anybody who is into advertising you know, and relies on an advertising model for their podcast, now might be a time to create your own ads and start talking about the things that you're selling instead of trying to get other people to sell stuff and pay you money on your show. Maybe double down on yourself. Or two, there's going to be like, there are, like we saw with podcasting, when the when the lockdowns first hit, we, we were all sort of shaking at our boots going, what's going to happen to podcasting? And we saw that there are a lot of companies, a lot of businesses and a lot of industries that are quote unquote recession slash pandemic proof. Mm -hmm. So while there may be some companies that do cut back on 
their podcast advertising. I think that there will be companies that aren't as affected. They will jump into the space to replace that void. So if you have extra time on your hands and you are someone that's getting a lot of interest from advertisers, be very particular with who you select. Is this a company that one, I actually you know align with and I think would be good for my listeners, but two, is this a company that could be around for the long term, even if a recession becomes even worse? Catherine, anything to add? I well, I like all those suggestions, and I I I think too the um the one thing I was just going to add is when you were saying about the advertising is back to your adage is advertisers also say advertising is free because it should pay for itself. Um, so this is also a great time to think about, even if you need just to be, build your list, if you are doing something where you're relying on advertising and you start to make a change there, your list is going to be ultimately so valuable to you. So this is the time to put an email subscription link in your show notes or something like that. You, there's plenty of ways that you can get creative and start building you know, assets, podcast assets for yourself uh, that will be helpful for you down the line. Final thoughts, David? Yeah, or maybe uh, this, this just came to me. Maybe it's brilliant. It probably isn't. But um, maybe now is the time to offer special deals on advertising. I mean, I've always mm -hmm. said when you're trying to get a podcast off the ground, there's nothing wrong with giving away some ads. You know, right. quite frankly, the listener isn't going to know that it's a free ad. But, you know, so you know someone who has a local business, you know someone and says, hey, you know, or maybe, you know, for the rest of the year, we're going to do some ads that, $15 a piece or something, something ridiculously low. And, you know, you could do worse than, than having the integrity of having a couple sponsors on your show and you help out some people struggling during this recession. And maybe, maybe it creates some momentum. And, you know, David, to write on that, uh, what, that suggestion, one of the first things I did when I was very first starting podcasting is I would do stuff for nonprofit organizations that I was wanted to support. And it was amazing how many times I heard from people when they actually heard the promos that it was like, they're like, oh, it sounds so professional. Like there is something yep. about seeing it in actually demonstration, seeing a live version of it that makes people able to conceptualize it, get it, whatever you want to, however you want to call it. And then if you're able to do it for nonprofit organizations, you know, that's, that's a, just a, sort of an extra little bonus there. All right, so Johnny wrote about this recently, and it's about your podcast going stale. So the question is, what do you do when your podcast feels stale? Mm. Johnny, some background. So I was writing about this on my newsletter, and it went out on Monday. You can find it on my Twitter page if you want to read the whole thing. But essentially, what I got down to thinking about was you get – to a certain point in your podcast where you start to feel like you're on autopilot, not necessarily with the types of guests that you're having on if you're doing an interview show, but it just sort of feels like you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And with a lot of things in life, whether that's Facebook seeing the introduction of Instagram or Instagram seeing the introduction of TikTok, there's always a next shiny new thing on the horizon to take your listeners' attention away from you. So after a certain point of doing your podcast, I pitched it around the two to three year mark. I think it's time to think about start injecting some fresh blood into the podcast, whether that's bringing on a co-host that could be, that's a big change. Don't yeah. do something like that's something not to take lightly, but some of the ideas that I just wanted to throw out there are introducing a new recurring segment. Uh, if you have high listener engagement, start a mailbag. You can create a mm. Gmail account really easily. Have listeners submit questions, stories, life advice, things like that. Uh, those are those are some of my favorite segments on podcasts that I listen to is getting to actually interact between the host 
and the listener base. Mm. Changing up your show's music, intro, outro, things like that, just so that that's sort of a cosmetic tweak that you can, it's like putting a fresh coat of paint on the podcast. You're not necessarily changing the DNA of the show, but you're adding something new and fresh to keep listeners sort of interested and engaged so they're not skipping through things all the time just to get to the content. You can also broaden the range of the guests that you're bringing on. I know that we always talk about going niche, 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 but you can start to move those walls out a few inches that can really bring some fresh blood, some really interesting new content to talk about on your show by broadening the range of guests that you're going to bring on. And then finally, it's just adding more content, giving your listeners more, dropping a bonus episode every month. And then you can approach that from one of two ways. If you do an interview show, consider doing a solo episode where it's just you and the listener. It's very intimate. You get to talk about something that you're really interested in at the time or if you're doing a solo episode you can really change things up bring a guest on someone to again bring some fresh blood into the podcast those are great good suggestions johnny podcasts and these aren't things that you need to like you don't need to just go all right i'm going to go add a new segment i'm going to start a mailbag i'm going to do new intro. just you don't have to do this stuff all at once and you don't have to do it all right away but you're the host you know your show the best you can start to feel when things are getting stale because you're starting to care about it less. You and your own mm. brain, you're starting to feel the cobwebs build up and we need to dust those cobwebs off. So just take some time, think, sit down, pause for a second. What is something interesting that I actually care about putting into this show that I could see being something that's part of the show's DNA for a really long time going forward until it's time to do the next thing? Mm. David? Yeah, Johnny... Uh, almost cleared the board there two yeah. <laughs> squares left on the jeopardy board after all those uh, terrific answers but um one thing came to mind is, is we recently did a a survey uh for the music podcast that i do so this would fall into the category of try something different and and maybe even ambitious although since you know me and my co-host are pretty lazy we figured out the quickest way to do it it's a music podcast we did a simple thing survey monkey and put it out there to try to let our l listeners vote on the 50 greatest songs of all time. And then as a sort of added value to us, we added a lot of questions about the show and that, that it actually gave us some answers to like, do you like this segment? Do you like this segment? Is it too long? We were delighted to find out they don't care how long we go. That's nice. They'll, they'll listen for hours <laughs> for some reason. Our readers have a lot our listeners have a lot of time on their hands, but then there are a couple of segments like my favorite segment on the show ranked the lowest in terms of favorability so we are cutting that uh that segment from the show too bad so uh that's sort of a combination answer there so try something uh if it can be connected to reader listener feedback all the sorry i used to be in the newspaper business reader feedback if it can be connected to listener feedback all the better help change the direction of the show and i agree maybe once once a year i encourage my clients to declare a new season it doesn't even matter what time of year it is declare a new season and we're going to create a new intro for season three it'll be kind of similar in spirit but you know it's something new and shiny and it can kind of you know re-engage you and like you said uh david if it doesn't work you can throw it out it's right. just because you try yeah. something and it, and it bombs for lack of a better term <laughs> doesn't mean that you have it now has to be a permanent part of the show and again if you find the best way to interact with your listeners they'll let you know what what they like and what they don't like and you can find out pretty quickly what works and what doesn't and maybe you don't need to change anything maybe they're like hey go back to the old format that's the way that's what we love keep this yeah. thing rolling but i mean and aren't we all looking for pardon me Catherine? are we all mm -hmm. looking for um a way to attract a new 
you know, um, area, a new, a whole new audience that maybe wouldn't. So try something different that might catch the attention of mm. others. And all of a sudden you're posting some audiogram about this survey you just did where you just found out that, you know, 75% of people actually hate their pets or something. That's terrible. It's not true, of course, but it would be scandalous. And then all of a sudden you get people's eyeballs that maybe you wouldn't get normally. That's all. I was just going to say condolences. I I totally know that feeling of like, this is my favorite part. And everybody else is like, yeah, thumbs down. Sorry. That was so clever. Everyone was, was like, so kill the segment. We hate it. We hate it. Yeah. Catherine, is there anything left to clear the board on this? Yeah. Okay. This, and I'll say this is not an original idea with me, but I have found it very helpful is especially when you've had a very long run as a podcast is to revisit some of those original tent pole kind of topics that you have, because if you're doing podcasting right, you never, ever, ever want to listen to those first episodes you did, because by the time you're, you know, a hundred episodes in 200 episodes in, you're so much better. You're rapport with your audience is so much more there your stage presence your podcast presence all those things are going to be at such a higher level than where you started but if you're you probably started with a lot of episodes that dealt with like the core of your issue so i love having clients go back and maybe redo those basics and 300 episodes down the line and there really is something there especially because if you are bringing new people in you don't necessarily want to send them back to the original the very start of your catalog i would say i think most people they listen to the most recent episode first and they decide if they want to go in or they are looking for a particular topic but there's it's always great to revisit those original episodes or those core topics that can be a thing to just get you back into the uh, why you're doing the podcast to begin with and you now have that perspective of what you've learned from all those episodes that you've made in the in the meantime and I want to be clear here that what we're talking about here are just making some aesthetic changes kind of like a little renovation to to the podcast i i've been undergoing this on two podcasts right now and and one of the ones is this is not a renovation this is kind of like where you take the house down to the studs and <laughs> and and put it give it a new title and everything is new and even in, right down to a new web domain oh, and, and i think I, I really didn't have i still haven't i mean most of the things that you mentioned go into action next which is going to be you know finding voice talent finding music the artwork is done. I'm going to try to share the artwork here in just a sec so you, so you can take a look at it. But originally, this was the Hot Air podcast with Matt Kundle. And it was really just a lot of, you know, journaling and, and some audio. But I really didn't feel it had any podcast purpose because it didn't make any sense. And when I said the term hot air, people thought I would be yelling and screaming or it would be some sort of verbal diarrhea or it would. Who, nobody really knew what it was because it was so vague, which is kind of the way when you don't really know where you're going with something is what you're going to call something. Right. So, so in the end, we um, have now landed on something here called You May Also Like. Oh, mm. I really um, like that cover. It's very simple and bright. It will catch your clean. eye. Clean. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. And it's funny. Why did I start with the artwork? I, I find that funny that I started there, but I felt like I needed to. Mm. I think it makes sense. I mean, you want to, while we are, you know, audio professionals and we're in an audio profession you kind of need to visualize yeah. what you want the show to be before you can make all these other tweaks and changes to the show. Yeah. Well, and can we pull the curtain back a little bit? I, 
one of the most important things that I've ever gotten from the podcast Super Friends is I have a long-term client who has a great podcast. And we had one of the first meetings that we had, you all, I pulled up the artwork and everybody told me that is not clickable. And we have since redone the art and it is now clickable. And you, everybody really pointed out to me, I, I think I was just being naive and a little bit in denial about how much clickable is important to your podcast. That is clickable. What you're showing us right there. I would click that. That is, that it's, totally critical to whether people, somebody new is going to be listening to your podcast. Well, David, do you like it? I, <laughs> I like it, but I, but I want to know more, which is kind of the point. Yeah. So the, the, this whole time I've been staring at that logo, trying to determine exactly, you may also like is a phrase for this generation. And I, I know what it means. It means when I'm watching Netflix, I'm watching this thing. And then mm. that tells me you may. So I, but I'm still, I want to know what it means for your podcast. So what does it mean? It basically, I'm trying to create enough latitude so I can interview whoever I want. So if I bring on somebody who likes fishing, you may also like, and the title of the episode is going to be fishing. And we'll okay. talk, we'll talk about that person. I'll give a background. I can do still a little bit of personal documentary on them. I was kind of doing that anyway. Me interviewing is what I do best. And so I thought, can I create a little space here and have an interesting podcast sort of outlet where people can come to it and get some interesting stories in the end. So it's sort of your like bowl of clay that you're, you just want to set yourself up with and just sort of mold it as you see fit, which is, yeah, which is sort of the opposite of what we teach with, I was with, just gonna with niching down, but also at the same time, <laughs> this is a creative endeavor. Right. So you are building out a niche of, the niche of what Matt finds interesting. Yeah, well, it's yeah. Matt's storytelling. Exactly. And yeah. Yeah. your audience is listening to you because a big part of why they tune into the podcast is because they enjoy listening to you. you. And yeah. they'll likely have the same interests as you. And so I, I think that that is a smart way of approaching it. I yeah. wonder if a lot of podcasters have this challenge, Matt, because I have the identical challenge as you because I have a show, The Boston Podcast, which is to borrow a phrase from a popular 90s TV show, a podcast about nothing. It's about whoever I interview and and kind of along the lines of what you're saying, I want to interview interesting people. And to be you know quite transparent and honest about it, I use it as a vehicle to kind of keep my business going and to spread the gospel of podcasting generally. So I've, I've, I have labored over this thought for years now. How can I create a show that has a different guest who does something different every time and have the listeners still want to come back because it was that good a show. And I've thought about turning it into a game show where there's kind of a point to it. There's like a beginning, there's a challenge and an end and they get a grade or something, but I'm still not there. So if you come up with the magic answer, you and I should talk offline about this. <laughs> I was Well, both of you are trying to circumvent what, like Johnny said, you're trying to circumvent what we tell other people. But I would say right. both of those podcasts are, are satisfying their mission. They're, they're, they are both, they're doing their job. The podcast is doing its job. So that is fine. But you're right for the, in general, we would be telling people something different about, you know, it, you can't have a show that is just, this is for everybody who, you know, that's the, the, the classic one is like, you can't say this show, who is the show for everyone is not an answer. Yeah, you're right. But I should maybe leave it alone because the, the, the goal of the, my podcast usually is for the guests to enjoy the experience and have something to share with their audience. 
Yeah. So done. Who, who, yeah, done. Who cares? Who cares if people come back the next time? You know. Okay. Um, so let me throw a crazy question out here and just say, um, maybe I don't want people to subscribe and follow the podcast. I just want them to hear the individual episodes that they're interested in because the episodes will be uh, will have a, a strong niche. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Then, then you're hitting, you're hitting your target, yeah. And because you're not you're not asking someone to say, "Hey, sorry, David," you're not asking someone to to now drop this show into their rotation of what we've talked about. They got about eight podcasts, and something's going to get on the chopping block. But right. if it's something that I'm still going to be I'm still going to be subscribed to the podcast, or I'm still going to follow the podcast. I just may not listen to every single episode. I'm going to see every other week. Wow, I actually really want to listen to that one. Boom, yeah. and click that one. And, yeah. and you will get, you might get traction from places you don't like. I have had a couple of PR people find me somehow, and now they keep sending me their clients, and usually they're great guests. And so, right. you know, that, and, and maybe each one of them is going to draw a completely different audience every time. But I'm making the PR person happy. They keep sending me good guests, and then, and I'm inviting more people into my world of podcasting. So, yeah. One of the th- reasons I actually started that other podcast was if I could interview them. I would get them, they would become excited about podcasts and, you know, they could possibly down the road become a client. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just, just, just gave away my secret. So <laughs> I'll just tell, I'll just tell better stories this time. I mean, listen, deep down, I want to become sort of, you know, a podcast like star and host. I've always wanted to be a, a radio host, you know, like the, the, the top of the Nothing game, you know, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. I still aspire to it at the age of, of, of 42. Matt, can I ask you a question? Nobody blinked when I said that. Before. I, uh, excuse me, I'm blinking. <laughs> so, You've got the name change. You've got the new artwork for those listeners out there that are considering doing the same thing. Cause I recently did this with my podcast, the total change up didn't change the name, but new artwork, new music, every, like new branding. What does the rebrand launch look like? Is there a new trailer that comes out a, a, a short episode that you record and say, Hey everybody, it's Matt. Here's what's happening. Here's what's happened. Here's what's going to happen. I'm so glad you brought this up because I have thought about this. And I think there will be, uh, using the power of dynamic audio insertion, I will congratulate previous time travelers for going back and discovering those hot air podcast episodes. I'll just have a quick explainer. Just mentioning, hey, thanks for listening. This was, uh, you know, you're going to listen to this episode. Uh, it was called the Hot Air Podcast back then. Do enjoy. That'll be for the older episodes. And is there a way from the hosting standpoint to have the original artwork on the hot air podcast and have only you, uh, the, the new artwork on the, only the new episodes. Yeah. There's about, there were about 30 some odd episodes. I just changed the artwork. Okay. And it didn't mm-hmm. retroactively change the older artwork. No, I, it, it will. I can go in. I haven't done it yet, but I okay. will put it in. It, it, it will change automatically. Okay. Uh, and quite nicely. I'm not too fussed. Sometimes when we want to make changes, we get yeah. really hung up about our past. So yeah. I know I know it's like whenever I want to move some like a, a pot, you know, people from one podcast host to another. Oh, but I'll lose my stats. And I'm like, yeah. well, to print them off and put them in a drawer, yeah, write them down <laughs> where you never look at them again. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I have a million downloads. No, you had a million downloads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Screenshot that now. Frame it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks for all that help with that stuff. Um, but by the way, the voice, the voice stuff and the trailer, like uh, definitely a trailer yeah. and definitely, um, looking for some voice talent to, uh, I just don't know who the person is yet. Who's going to be, it might be me. I just, one more thing that I've seen. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much pull you would have with your clients that you're currently managing, but I've seen this a lot on other podcasts where, 
they will pay to have sort of their t- their trailer episode go out on other shows and it's always called introducing x name of the podcast and it's the host of that show saying or it's you and you're recording you just send it to them but it goes out on their feed saying hey here's a podcast you might be interested in i've seen it specifically i saw uh jj reddick is has a podcast called the old man and the three and they did a whole like two minute episode teaser saying hey here's an episode here's a trailer for the new lord of the rings rings of power podcast that's coming out totally different audience but we're promoting it on their feed so i don't know if that's something that you've considered as well oh in fact i actually um did that with the sound off podcast there i had go. somebody had a has a podcast jeff woods launched the blue hotel uh which is exactly what you think it is and it's um i came on first introduced jeff and mentioned that he was um, he has one podcast, but he's starting this brand new podcast and I left it in the feed for a month. Mm. And then I wondered what to charge him. Uh, and how would I go about charging him? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, this is, this yeah. is, I mean, we we're talking about revenue opportunities for podcasts. You know, your, your, your RSS feed is a place for a feed drop. Sure. Absolutely. And so the answer by the way is how about a dollar a download? I like it. That's a good, that's, that's a good, good number. That's a good figure. Uh, That'll be four hundred and thirty-two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, we've seen that happen with cereal. Uh, the makers of uh, the podcast cereal sometimes they'll put a feed drop in, and because so many people still remain followed and subscribes, that podcast will go to the top of the charts. Right. Sure, even though they haven't put out an episode in seven years. Hello, I'm Wendy Mesley. There you are. A lot of people have wondered what happened to you. I could say the same about you, Maureen Holloway. Well, here we are, a few years after we left our previous jobs. We've been busy. We have a podcast. I know, you're thinking, who doesn't? But ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors, activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden, Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn. Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mockery. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us, Women of Ill Repute. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. 
and thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. The podcast Super Friends. Uh, so holidays are coming up, uh, November followed by December, which is consecutive <laughs> holidays, um, namely U.S. Thanksgiving followed, followed by Christmas. So how should we be looking at this over the next few weeks, Catherine? <laughs> I let's manage all well, for for gift giving. I think we should be all high expectations. It's going to be a banner year for gifts and Thanksgiving is going to be amazing. Everything's going to be awesome. We're going to be enjoying Halloween, can the Christmas creep of the on November 1st, all the Halloween candy half off. You'll be seeing me there. And then uh, the Christmas ornaments will be sitting right next to all of the Halloween stuff. That part we can manage. What I, the other part of your expectations <laughs> that should be extremely managed is what kind of downloads you're going to be getting towards the end of the year. I This is one of those mildly related to what I was talking about with David earlier is me as a podcast listener is not typical of what the average podcast listener is. And I, it's, it's taken me so many years to really just accept that. Whereas I might use that period between Christmas and New Year's to explore and listen to all kinds of shows, you know, go on a huge binge of podcasts that I've never heard before and all the things that people have been recommending to me or whatever. That's not what's happening for other people's podcasts. You are going to see in the same way that we've talked before about summer slumps. It's very typical to have a slump from that the, towards the end of the year. Let's just, just say, sort of towards the end of the year. And I think it's good to prepare for that. I, if you, you might be listening to every podcast under the sun, but that's not what's happening with podcasting overall. And just knowing that going into it is, is a, is a relief. So you're not expecting one thing to happen and, and it not ever materialize. Is that what you're looking for, Matt Kundal? Exactly. That's true. Thank you. <laughs> Can I throw a wrinkle in there? Yeah. So no. from my from my own experience, I was just uh, I was just on my honeymoon for ten days, and I did not listen to one podcast the entire time. <laughs> that is a shocker. So you will not you you may not see those downloads in the moment, but still build up that catalog because as soon as I got back, I was honestly really excited because I had like twenty episodes that I could choose from to listen to. And I was listening to stuff from two, three weeks ago, still listening to it because I still love that show. Your listeners still love listening to you just because they're spending time with their families or they're traveling or whatever it is that they're doing. Don't, don't let that deter you from putting out content because it's still going to be there when they get back to their real lives. And they're still going to find time to consume that content. It just, honestly, I prefer to binge episodes. So it was yeah. actually really nice to have like three episodes in a row that I could listen to and get just, stick the needle directly into the vein and just get all of that content. Uh, Matt coined the term that I now use for that. It's delayed downloads. You're going to get, you yeah. are going to get the downloads, but it's not, it's not, it just might not be within the window that you're expecting. Mm. Well, I have a theory that is probably, I don't know if it's grounded in science or fact, just from some observations, but that, you know, you can, you can almost draw a line in the sand between podcasts that, 
you need to listen to and then podcasts that you just enjoy listening to. And mm. some of them may be both, which is great. But the te- the ones that you tend to need to listen to tend to be business podcasts, you know, things that things that are, have the spirit of education, maybe of your industry or things like that. And some of the podcasts I produce are, are for lawyers and other professionals. And you can tell that people are actually listening at their desk at work, because if you look at the the stats, the app that people use is their web browser, which is which mm. is unusual for podcasts as a whole. Typically, people are listening on their phone. So the, and the other sort of very anecdotal thing is the my aforementioned music podcast. We noticed that over a two year span, the, the biggest spike came right around Christmas weekend. That, that was when it, the, the downloads actually went up and we just we figured people have time off. This is like our podcast is like dessert. It's not meat. It's not the meat and potatoes. It's the dessert. So something like that. Think of it as an opportunity. Also, you know, podcasting is fun. It might be the kind of thing that you actually have more fun doing over the holidays, provided you can find a guest to join you or a co-host to join you. And it provides a nice excuse for some specialty episodes, you know, to to do something different. You know, we're gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna talk to people about their New Year's resolutions. That that may be trite and boring, but yeah, it gives you an opportunity to mix it up. So and, and drink eggnog yeah. while you're <laughs> any kind There's of nog nothing you like being answer. absolutely hammered listening to a podcast. <laughs> There's Depends no better the feeling. A yeah. uh, uh, one tip, by the way, if you release on. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and you're heading into that Thanksgiving weekend, put it out on the Wednesday so that people mm. can take it traveling with them and keep yeah. it conscious. It's on their phone while they go to visit uh, wherever they're going to visit to and they're, they get stuck in an airport. Okay, so we've talked about we've talked about the audience perspective. Let's talk about the host perspective. Just because you have a podcast doesn't mean that you're also not going to be traveling for the holidays. Maybe right. you've got a big mix board. Maybe you need to have your desk set up at home and you're going to be traveling to grandma's for, for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or for the new year's. How can you still get content out there while you're traveling? It's called batch recording. You're going to have to set some time aside now to get that content together, figure out what you're going to do, get guests scheduled now so that the content is ready to go and you don't have to worry about it, putting it together the night before or bringing all of your equipment with you to record while you're on the holiday. Because you as a host, you deserve a break from recording all the time. It's okay to take a week or two off. You don't have to put out content. Obviously, all of us recommend that you do. But if you're going to, make sure that you are planning ahead to make sure that those episodes are coming out when they're supposed to. Um, I'm a big fan of... of hol- oh, I'm not a big fan of that, I'll tell you. Um, I'm a big fan of holiday messaging. And and by that, I using DAI to get the message out that you know you, you've taken a break, that you're going to take two weeks off um, to you know recharge and whatnot. So before each episode, hey, it's so and so. Thanks for downloading my podcast. Um, I'm going to be back January fourth with a brand new episode. But until then, I want to wish you the very best. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Harmonica, all that stuff. <laughs> okay, get that get that stuff out there. Um, in front of every episode. And if you don't have DAI, it's okay. What you can do is you can just use like the RSS feed. You know, I love Happy New Year. Last year, I just put one out in the middle and just said Happy New Year. And I thanked everybody who worked for me who contributed to the show. And I used that as an opportunity to thank the producer, the social media people, and, and all that stuff. And it's three minutes. And it's just, it's a great way just to keep some 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 quick contact 
going How on. do you do that using your RSS feed? Just release a, a, a bonus episode of three okay. minutes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was just going to... What that happened? sounds like a great, yeah, I, I, I had a great idea. And oh, oh, this is what I want to say. Yeah, I was gone. Now it's back. It's back. I just want to, I, I just want to give one. This is my Christmas, my early Christmas present to all the podcast makers out there. It is so much harder, so much harder to do a clip show that gets the best. I know, I know some people have techniques. They've got a special folder or whatever. It's so much harder to do a highlights highlights episode at the end of the year that it is to just do a a new one. So this would be a perfect chance for you to take on some of those ideas that Johnny was sharing earlier about maybe freshen it up the, the 10 books you read this year or the top 10, whatever's you consumed, whatever your topic is, you can, you can do something that's fresh and new, a little bit of of an experiment, whatever you want to do, but I got one. Yeah. Go ahead. Lay it. Behind the scenes horror stories of the podcast, <laughs> tech <great>. issues, guests <laughs> dropping off the face of the planet, <sighs> someone blowing up in the middle of an interview and something happened, like just, you know, a peek behind the curtain. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 I thought this was going to be a total smash hit and it wasn't Ah, all these different things, but yeah, I, for the person who doesn't know yet that it's, you think it's going to be so, so because you're so organized and all the episodes are there that you can just pull clips out. It's so hard to make a clip show. And do it while you're drinking eggnog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is, this is just useful. This, this advice can actually be applied to many situations. It sounds like the black Friday blackout episode. (laughs) We should just do an episode where we just get like blotto and tell each other off. We should. Oh my gosh. Can we do that for like the December? My yes. Matt, Matt, whatever negative things would we ever have to say about each other? We'll come up with some. <laughs> you believe that time Jag didn't show in October for the episode because oh, he was. I'm Jack. I gotta go on a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Good content. Um, or David, go. I put in so much work for this segment for yeah. today. We just said, "Screw you, David." <laughs> We're doing holiday talk. Yeah. Johnny's so excited to be married. Now. Oh, I'm Johnny. Oh. I'm getting oh, married. Blah, blah, blah. Talk about it. Married more. guy dropping the information about his honeymoon, like we didn't notice. <laughs> I want to put just some, uh, a little heads up for just. It's going to be busy in the month of November. We talk a little bit about holidays. There's a lot of sports going on, Mm. especially in November. If you have, you know, a podcast that is going to be centered around a particular market, Mm. um, maybe you've got, if it's soccer, the World Cup is going to be on. That's a lot of ears that are going to be shifting. I, I think there's going to be a lot of shifting in podcast listening, you know, throughout from November 20th onward around the world. So if you get big downloads in Germany and Germany goes far in the World Cup, that's going to affect you. You, know, you may think, yeah, no, but yeah, but also that that also is just smart advice to be to just say to the host, pay attention to what's happening in the world, pay attention to what's going on around you, understand who your listener is, and do exactly as Matt said. If you're a big look at your statistics, look at your downloads. Don't let that be a big discouragement for you if it's going down. Oh, my buddy Russell Lowry. Russell, we will have the Sacktown's pod, the Sacktown Talks podcast. We will be reviewing that. Don't you worry, sir. All right. All right. Well, Johnny, are you gonna have to recuse yourself from the analysis, or yeah, I can't. I I would be biased because it's so freaking awesome. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Hey, can, uh, speaking of holidays, can I throw in one other idea? Uh, so I have, you know, and Matt, you kind of touched on this. We we have a lot of clients that are that have a, just a variety of of front client customer facing businesses. If you have an opportunity, maybe with your with a holiday mailing that goes out with any kind of uh, cash register sales, one of my clients, or actually more than one of my clients, we're looking at ways that we can have something that can go to go in those mailings that can go out with a QR code with uh, in everybody's sales bag. Those are some really great opportunities that come around in a big way this time of year so that we can you can put something that is promoting the show along with all the sales that are happening this time of year. So this is a time to get creative. I already consulted with uh, Johnny and Jag about some QR ideas, some success stories there. And so hopefully I'll have some success stories of my own of just giving that little, little extra to people um, and, and using those opportunities to, to get the show on people's minds. I haven't really done QR codes in a long, long time. And I know they've come back obviously since, since the pandemic. Yeah. So if I'm going to do a QR code, let's say I'm going to have a Christmas card and I'm going to send it to people and I'm going to put the QR code from the podcast in it, that QR code should go to the website. That's what, that's what Johnny and Jag advised me. And I think that's good advice because most of the good podcast websites will have, it'll, you can start, you'll get the link that you can listen on whatever app you already have. You'll, it'll have all the links to the apps. Uh, yeah, that just seems like a safe, a safe option to me. Do you have any other suggestions? No, uh, I, w- I would agree. Sorry, David, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I've done it with using the Apple podcast link. And that way, when, when you, when most people are picking up a QR code, they're using their phone, right? So, you you know, you might sacrifice some people who, what don't have Apple podcasts. They have Android phones or whatever, but vast majority of uh, people listen on Apple podcast apps. So why not have it go right to the Apple pod? It, it'll take them, it'll open their app, take them right to the spot where they can follow your podcast. Yeah, advice, you, advice is applicable for North America only. <laughs> and you may not, you may not want to like exactly what everyone else said. You may not want, you may not want to direct it directly to uh, a specific episode because by the time you oh, no, create no. the QR code, print it out, it could be three, four weeks. You get it in the mail, then you send it out. You may be four or five episodes ahead by the right. time that that QR code hits somebody's mailbox or hits their email inbox. Well, well I'm, I'm, yeah, and I'm sticking with too. I just, just you know. Go ahead, Catherine. Oh, I was gonna say I, I was gonna, I'm sticking with the trying the podcast website just be because and I know because when I use my phone to go to you know my app which is not Apple Podcasts and is not Spotify it will say do you want to open it with your regular podcast app so I'm just giving, it's kind of an experiment so we'll, we can we can see how it goes I do want to just give a little fun tip though uh, Canva which is everybody's favorite they have a great free program for their graphic designs. They now have a QR code maker right built in. So Canva is a great way to make a QR code for free. Nice. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> I know I alluded earlier to people taking breaks for podcasts throughout the holidays. I advise against taking breaks at every t- twist and turn, of course, um, because just I, I know people say, well, nobody is listening throughout the holidays or nobody is. Yes, but they will listen when you get back. Just the way Johnny pointed out earlier is that people return and then they'll download both the episodes and listen to it at a later time. So no breaks, no holidays for podcast creators. Don't ever stop. <laughs> well, I mean, just think, if you think about the way you react, my favorite podcasts, I you know, the ones that come out on Tuesday, I want to see it on Tuesday. You want it. 
Yeah. yeah. If it's not there on Tuesday, I'm disappointed. And and if it, like, oh, they took a break or they posted an old episode like uh, the best of Johnny, oh. you know, it's like, oh, come on. Lazy. Come on. So the worst thing you can do is post nothing and say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I if you're a podcast creator, think of yourself as Santa Claus. You're just making a regular time delivery. What if the presents didn't show up on the 25th of December? Um, exactly. And I, yeah. And I don't know if this was like a smart thing to do, but we had one week where our podcast was, I was up in Vermont. I thought I was going to be able to do it remotely. It didn't work. And so the best I could do was I wrote a poem kind of apologizing to the listeners and read the poem and that became the episode. So, I mean, it wasn't great, but it still got a bunch of downloads because people were like, well, here it is at the regular time. It was a quick listen. <laughs> so, but it, and it explained, it said, sorry, we'll be back next week. So at least uh, I filled the space. So, you know, you could do something different for the holidays, but I agree. And you're, David, pouring, I thought you were, you're pouring your heart out to the listeners too, which is a sweet <laughs> thing to do. David, I thought you were in Maine for that. Oh yeah. Man, one of those New England States. Uh, what do I know? One of those, one of those chowderhead States. Yeah. <laughs> Red Sox fans to the left of me. Red Sox fans to the right of me. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, and by the way, if anybody does have a podcast involving health, exercise, sports, diet, and eating, it's it's effectively oh, yeah. po- it's podcast it's- Mardi Gras come January first. Yeah. <laughs> or even even the even the build up before that. Here's ten healthy recipes to bring to Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Here's how you can count your macros during Thanksgiving. Here's how you don't kill yourself during Christmas dinner. You know mm-hmm. it's. Here's this is wide open. Ten topics to bring up at Thanksgiving dinner, sure to result in a food fight. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I'd listen to that. <laughs> I love the holidays. It's great. <laughs> um, all right. So we do have a handful of minutes left. Where do we want to go with it? Why don't we give our time back to the listeners? Ooh, Thank you. Yeah. You know what they say? As long as it needs to be never longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. right. That's good. All right. Uh, because we're in a relationship with our listeners because podcasts, right? We've brought a full circle there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We love you listeners. All right. Where can we find us? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Johnny podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at hello, Catherine. O. don't follow me on Twitter. I mean, I'm at pod six one seven, but I, I'm not, a good, tweet. I'm not a good tweeter. Uh, follow, <laughs> go to the website pod617.com for all of our shows and learn about how we can make you the next big podcast star in Boston. Follow me on Twitter at Matt Cundall, C U N D I L L. Cundall rhymes with bundle. We'll also say goodbye for uh, Jag in Detroit, for, for John Gay, who could not be here today. Thank you very much. For nothing, John. Thanks for listening to the podcast Super Friends. For a transcript of the show or to connect with the Super Friends, Go to the show notes of this episode or go to soundoff.network. Produced and distributed by the SoundOff Media Company. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. 
Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100% because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.